Hello and welcome to Crossleg with Hira Mehta, a podcast for you and for me. Let's talk all about life and the many curves it throws at us. Have you ever struggled with loss? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to help you with on this week's show. I'll try to help you to understand how to deal with loss. If only life was eternal and our loved ones could be with us forever. But that is not how it works and we have to accept it whether we like it or not. Thank you for tuning in today. Loss can be that of a home, finances, loss of time with family, losing a job, lose a loss of self-esteem and so on. But we will leave that for another day. Let me talk to you about the worst one of all, the loss of a family member or a friend. It is natural to grieve at the loss of a loved one and a lifetime of shared experiences. It is not going to be easy and perhaps the pain will never go away. According to Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, a Swiss-American psychiatrist, pioneer in near-death studies and author, the seven stages of grief are shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, testing and acceptance. Shock and denial is said to be an emotional shield from being overwhelmed all at once, leading on to anger and bargaining with God and then asking, why me? And then it's depression, reflection and loneliness to moving on to a time of finding solutions and dealing with the reality of death. Easier said than done to get there. But they say life goes on whether you want it or not and time heals. Perhaps, but not at that time. Sometimes it becomes much worse and difficult before time actually passes One can never be fully prepared for loss and each one of us is different. It is different and personal for each one of us. Also, for me, as I may say, my mom's untimely death became my wake-up call to begin to live for myself. Perhaps for another, it may be a difficult thing to move on. So never compare your loss to someone else's. Losing a spouse is never easy either and we need to appreciate that every marriage, every relationship and every situation is different. Even the relationships with your children at such times may undergo a change too. The healing process or period is never the same. Don't forget that it is not just about you. A bit harsh to say but the fact is that no one should ever play the victim card because it will take time for other family members also to adjust to the loss. Any loss, of course, has to be followed by taking charge of your life and getting back to routine. Because no matter what, there is never going to be closure and there will always be some regrets. Losing a child is by far the worst kind of loss because it is not supposed to happen during a parent's life. Having to outlive your child becomes very difficult to accept. Self-blame and guilt will always surround you and it becomes the worst kind. That sense and feeling of powerlessness that they were unable to protect their child will sadly always trigger grief at those unknown milestones of life such as graduation, marriage, etc. Being aware of those triggers and allowing yourself the time to grieve at those milestones is then perhaps the most best part of the healing process. In my episode about dealing with death, I spoke about two dear friends 
who have lost their children to unfortunate accidents and how they worked around this loss. If you have not heard that episode, please do. Loss is indeed difficult as it is difficult to experience, accept and the shock and the numbness and the denial with the guilt of what if only I had scenarios playing a million times over in the mind. There are so many instances of teenager, children and the youth killing themselves over family pressures, sexual orientation, bullying and not getting good grades, romances gone wrong, feeling unloved, stress, even depression. And then of course we hear about those dowry deaths and honor killings. Living with this is indeed difficult too and a big burden to carry because society is very cruel. Those who have experienced loss, I'm sure, must be yearning for the just five minutes more to tell all the things they did not have time for. We often mentally replay actions prior to the death, wondering what could have been done differently. Losing parents and siblings is difficult too. Though I must say, I am living the life of my mom, I know still how much it hurts and even more so every year on that day when my mom met with that fateful accident. Many years apart, on the same day, death took my biggest support away, my father-in-law. I dedicate this podcast today to those beautiful two souls who left me years ago. Well, emotionally, we will always resent our loved ones for leaving us, even though it's never in our hands. Learning to live with loss is never going to be easy, as they say. Unless you start by acknowledging, accepting and focusing on the good memories, loss is very personal and will always remain so. Nobody can help you go through it or understand what you are going through. Author Terry Irwin says, grief is never something you get over. You don't wake up one morning and say, I've conquered that. Now I'm moving on. It's something that walks beside you every day. And if you can learn how to manage it and honor the person that you miss, you can take something that is incredibly sad and have some form of positivity. How true are those words indeed? The death of a pet you've cuddled up to for many years too can be an intense loss. Sometimes even as much as a family member. Your grief is always your own because people who don't have pets of their own will never be able to understand or appreciate the companionship and love that a pet can provide. The death of a pet can trigger a fear of death in the children in the family and you will need to address this too. It is very important to allow yourself and your children to express these feelings. Often death is something that we tend to avoid speaking about, prefer to ignore or just live in denial till it stands at our doorstep. No one, believe me, no one can escape the aftermath of loss. It will likely trigger emotional reactions such as anxiety attacks, chronic fatigue, depressive thoughts and sometimes even suicidal thoughts, sorry. Particularly when it is unexpected. Sometimes there are no answers to loss due to suicide and no closure at all. I know because me and my friends even today are unable to come to terms with one such loss of a colleague and there are no answers till today. Reactions are always triggered by your relationship with the person you have lost. If someone you care about has lost a friend or a loved one, 
try to help them through the grieving process. Encourage them to talk about their feelings, listen to them sharing memories of the one they've lost with patience. Never offer comforting words such as, it was for the best. Oh, you will get over it in time. Or he and she is in a better place. I know how you feel. Because you will never really feel the same emotions. Your words can become just too emotionally scarring for the person grieving. And it doesn't help because they are just empty words as the person is not with them anymore and that is the hard part. Most of us are guilty of also saying, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Instead, offer to help with friends. They cannot just get down to doing and because they are hurting and grieving. That's what they need at that time. Someday the pain of losing a loved one will lessen. It will because I firmly believe they remain with us, always, to guide us. You just need to close your eyes and think of them. My mom is an angel on my shoulder, walking with me every day. And I'm sure you have an angel out there too for you. So let me leave you with a quote I wrote. Who said memories fade with time? They don't. Memories become fragrances that linger for you forever. Do write in to me on my email if you've liked this episode of Crosslet with Hira Mehta and don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. Namaste.